On Christmas morning, 1945, the residents of Fayetteville, West Virginia, awoke to find that a fire had destroyed the home of George and Jenny Sauter, leaving five of the couple's ten children dead. Or were they? Even before that Christmas day was over, inexplicable events and nagging questions made the disappearance of the Sauter children one of the country's biggest unsolved mysteries. Did five of the Sauter children really die in that fire? Join me this week as we explore the enigma of the vanished Sauter children. I'm Jaden McKell, and you're listening to Straight Up Enigmas. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Um, if you have not heard, I am currently looking for musicians and artists uh, to make music for the podcast and to possibly create some cool cover art for some of the episodes. And I've already gotten a ton of people contacting me, which is super cool. Um, it's really fun to get all of this talent coming to the show. One of the super cool, talented people that contacted me about writing music for the show, along with Chuck Flyer, who does um, the show's theme song, was Edmund Agabo. And Edmund is so talented. His songs are amazing. I am thrilled to have his music on the show. The song that is actually playing right now is one of Edmund's. Um, it's the same song that you heard at the very beginning of the episode. You can find out more information about Edmund from his Instagram account at drumj8. You guys should definitely go check out his account, listen to his songs, because he is really talented and I feel really lucky that uh, he is writing songs for the show. Uh, so if you're interested, DM me on Instagram or Facebook at Straight Up Enigmas. And then you can also contact me on Twitter at Straight Enigmas. So again, that's uh, on Instagram or Facebook at Straight Up Enigmas or on Twitter at Straight Enigmas. Lots of people have also been asking me lately how to best support the show. And honestly, the best, coolest thing you guys can do is just to keep doing what you're doing. Spread the word to your family and friends through social media and make sure to leave a five-star review of the show from wherever you're listening. Let's dive right into the Sauter Children mystery by looking at some facts. This is what we know for sure. Nine of the ten Sauter children went to bed on Christmas Eve, 1945. The oldest son wasn't there because he was in the military, uh, fighting in World War II. In the middle of the night, the mom, Jenny, was awoken three different times. At 12.30 a.m., she was awoken by a phone call, and on the other end of the line, she could hear a man's voice, as well as glasses clinking in the background, as if there's a party going on. This article I'm using from allthatsinteresting.com says it was a man that called, but every other article I looked at said it was a woman. So, 
a woman calls in the middle of the night and asks for someone who doesn't live at the house. I mean, that's not that strange. That happens when you get a wrong number and it's Christmas Eve, so there's probably a Christmas party going on. Uh, Jenny shrugs it off. Then she goes back to bed, only to wake up soon after because she hears a loud bang and a rolling noise on the roof. She falls back to sleep, but an hour later wakes up to find the house on fire. George, Jenny, and four of the Sodder children, toddler Sylvia, teenagers Marion and George Jr., and 23-year-old John, escaped. Marion ran to a neighbor's house to call the Fayetteville Fire Department, but no one answered. So then that neighbor ran directly over to the fire chief, F.J. Morris's home. So George and Jenny tried to rescue their five children that were still in the house. Maurice, age 14, Martha, age 12, Louis, or Louise, age 9, and then Jenny, 8, and Betty, 5. Everything they tried, though, failed. George's ladder was mysteriously missing, and neither of his trucks would start. He had two different trucks that he used for work, and he had even used them earlier that day on Christmas Eve, but then when he was trying to start his truck on on Christmas morning, neither of them would start. Help did not arrive until 8 a.m., even though the fire department was just two miles away from the Sodder home. By the time the fire department got there, the house had long since burned to the ground. The five Sodder children that had gotten stuck inside were nowhere to be seen. There was no trace of them at all. The police inspector said the cause of the fire was faulty wiring. George and Jenny knew for a fact that that was not possible because they had had no previous issues with the electricity and they had even had someone come to check on the electricity only a few weeks earlier. And they even found out that their their phone line, the line had been cut. It wasn't faulty wiring, the line had been actually cut. The, the parents, George and Jenny, they also wanted to know how it was possible for there to be no remains of the kids at all. There was just nothing left of them whatsoever. Chief Morris said that the fire must have cremated the bodies, but a crematorium worker told Jenny that bones remain even after bodies are burned at 2,000 degrees for two hours. So I fact-checked this, and a common house fire, like the Sodders, is only going to be about 1,100 degrees Fahrenheit. So it wasn't nearly hot enough for the bodies to have been completely burned to ash. And the solder home had burned to the ground in about 30 to 45 minutes. So it's just not possible that zero remains were found. It's, there's just, there's no way. The mystery is even weirder than that though. In the months before the fire, a drifter, a random passerby, he happened to show up at the house Uh, claiming that he was looking for work as a driver. He walked to the back of the house, uh, looked at the Sodder's fuse box, and predicted right then and there that a fire was going to happen because of a bad fuse box. A life insurance salesman angrily told George that his house would go up in smoke 
and his children would be killed as payment for his criticism of Mussolini among the area's largely Italian immigrant community. So this life insurance salesman, he gets spurned. George tells him that he doesn't want to buy from him. So he gets irate and he tells George that his house is going to go up in smoke. And he was he was threatening him because of George's criticism of, of Mussolini. He was an Italian in that area criticizing Mussolini. Some theories are that maybe the mafia didn't like his criticism of Mussolini. Maybe the mafia had something to do with it all. One of the other strange things that happened was one of the Sauter children had also told his dad that someone had been watching the kids get off of their school bus one day. And then the sightings began immediately after the fire. The Sauter children were supposedly seen in a passing car watching the fire as it was burning, said some locals. The morning after the fire, a woman operating a truck stop 50 miles away said the children who were with Italian-speaking adults came in for breakfast. The Sauters even contacted the FBI to no avail. They wrote to J. Edgar Hoover and he wrote back and he said, we will help you if the local police gives their permission, but the local police denied the FBI's help. So the family spent the rest of their lives searching for their children. They scoured the country, they followed up on leads. Nothing has ever been found of the Sauter children. Are the Sauter children still out there or did they die in the fire? Were they kidnapped, murdered, or did they pass away Christmas morning, 1945? Nearly 20 years after the fire, in 1968, Jenny received a picture in the mail of a young man claiming to be Lewis, but attempts to find him led to nothing. George died later that year. Jenny built a fence around their home and wore black until she died in 1989. All right, everyone, that is it. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode. Uh, remember, if you want to support the show, please become a subscriber. Give the show a five-star review wherever you're listening. And remember to spread the show through your social media or through word of mouth. Thank you so much for your support. And I will see you all next week for a brand new episode of Straight Up Enigmas.